0: Today is the first week of Lent. Welcome Jesus to all that is messy in your life. Take a moment to pause and breathe in and out slowly, intentionally. Rest in knowing that God is with you, even in the messiness of life. find Jesus today surrounded by people who are overwhelmed and lost in the worst that life offers. It might surprise us to find Jesus moved with compassion by the messy. As you enter into today's passage, place yourself by the side of Jesus right in the middle of the mess. What do you see? How do you feel?
1: Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields.
2: Here the crowd and their messiness are described as being confused and helpless. As you consider the messiness of your life, how would you describe it? What areas of your life would Jesus describe as a sheep in need of a shepherd? What encouragement do you have from hearing that Jesus had a compassionate and non-judgmental view of the crowds wandering in their mess?
0: As you hear today's scripture again, Reflect on how Jesus is encouraging you to face the mess in your life with his compassionate presence and transforming grace.
1: Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest ask him to send more workers into his fields.
0: Each time I hear this passage, I'm carried back to one of the most meaningful small groups I've ever had the joy to be part of. Here are a few reflections I've captured a number of years ago about that beautiful group question for you. What do a felon on a home monitoring ankle bracelet, a self-described jobless junkie who's found God, two former young life workers, an engaged couple who are seeking to honor God in their relationship, an adult child and an alcoholic, and someone who is desperately seeking God's direction for the next steps in their life all have in common? Answer? Answer? They are all people I have the honor of journeying with each week in small group. I've been doing a lot of thinking about them lately, marveling, really, because God has used this ragtag bunch, of which I certainly fit into, being that adult child that an alcoholic, to reveal to me how messy and exhilarating someone's spiritual journey can be. Take Brian, for instance. This past April, we celebrated Brian's Freedom Day, the day when his year-long home monitoring came to an end by the removal of his not-so-stylish Wisconsin Department of Corrections ankle bracelet. A group of us found ourselves in a local ice cream shop counting down to Brian's former DOC curfew of 9.30 p.m. When it struck, we all let out a cheer, acknowledging his freedom on that night. I'm struck by how this is a beautiful metaphor for our group as a whole. In one way or another, we are all on a journey towards freedom. Freedom from what holds us captive from the life Jesus invites us into. Our journey towards freedom is fueled by God's transforming grace. But God's transforming grace isn't solely an individualistic commodity. It's a commodity that God enables us as his body, his representatives, to be a catalyst for as well. Which is why I believe small groups are so centrally important to our growth towards freedom in Christ. Sadly, it's taken a long while on my journey with Jesus to embrace this as a way of life. To embrace that this is what life in the church should be like, needs to be like, must be like. And when I say this, I hope you can sense, I mean, really embrace it. Not just give lip service to it. Not just to view your small group as a time of the week you can be with your friends. But to view your small group as a transition point. A weekly checkpoint where you not only receive God's grace through others in the body, but a point in the week that God calls on you to dispense His grace to others as well. Christ has given us the mission to share his transforming life to any and all who come across our path. As we intentionally seek to accomplish this mission, that in the scriptures we see so close to the heart of Christ, church will get messy. We will have people who come through our doors who are living messed up lives, have a messed up view of God, and are in desperate need of God's transforming Grace. This will create tensions for many of us, because it will do something that many of us will not be ready for. It will show us how our well-rehearsed Christian cliche answers and methods simply don't work anymore and will send us scrambling. But this will actually be a good thing for us because it will force us to do what followers of Christ have always done. Seek to make the changeless grace-filled message of Jesus relevant in the midst of a changing culture. This will be hard work, but it will be some of the most rewarding work we can do. Because in the process, God will give us the amazing pleasure of experiencing our messed up lives put back together. And then we will turn around and be able to help others. A book I recently read had this to say about having a mission such as this. Doing church like this is a mess, but it's a beautiful mess. A Beautiful mess. Yep, that sums up my small group, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Paraphrasing Jesus, I've come to seek those who are messed up. In my group, Jesus has hit the jackpot, and so have I. My hope and prayer is that the church at large will share this windfall with those who need it most.
2: In these final moments today, picture Jesus walking with you in the midst of the messiness of life. Knowing that Jesus is full of compassion, share with Him how you feel about His invitation to enter into the messiness of others, to help them find their way to Him as our Good Shepherd.
0: Jesus, we acknowledge the messiness of our lives, how we add to that messiness, how that messiness is put upon us. Jesus, love us and help us to love through the messy.